Welcome to Discord Dojo. I'm hijacking the intro because now I really like this program that Landry started from the Discord community. If you haven't joined the community yet, you should do that. Not only do we answer questions that people put in the Discord Dojo thread as we're about to do, but also there are athletes from around the world just asking every type of training, racing, tech, nutrition question you could think of. And we're getting a myriad of answers from a wealth of experience. It's pretty amazing to just read through. I love, it's like my new newspaper in the morning. Uh, So join the Discord community. And today, this athlete asked, I've wondered about two-a-days and the usefulness slash impact on training. Two to three seasons ago, there were a few hushed whispers of some world tour pros doing this in the off-season at Endurance. Shorter individual sessions with longer overall ride time. Thoughts? Oh, okay. Shorter sets, so like a two-hour and maybe a three-hour to make five hours. Is that what he's saying? So I think what you're referring to is what professionals have done uh, that I've read about them doing in the past is there's some uh, research protocols where we're talking about low-carb training. So you do a high-intensity ride the afternoon before you deplete your glycogen stores, and then you don't eat any carbs after or the rest of the day. Sounds horrible. And then you wake up, you wake up the morning, the next morning, and you ride fasted on depleted glycogen stores at like low intensity. Um, So you're essentially like intentionally riding while completely bonked. Um, The idea behind that is it has been shown that riding on low carbohydrate status increases mitochondria, uh, mitochondrial biogenesis, the creation of new mitochondria, um, which it does. But, you know, I think that a big pitfall for a lot of writers is they think, oh, well, if the pros are doing it, I should do it. Or this research, this one research article says that I should do it. So I'm going to try it. And I think even if pros are doing this which from what i've seen they're probably not at least most of them that as amateurs our gains can be made a lot elsewhere these are riders who are looking for like extra one percent if they can get an extra one percent like that's the difference between fifth at the tour de france and winning it mm-hmm. and they are so highly trained um and so yeah maybe doing some fasted low carb training maybe it could help you to get that little edge. But for us amateurs, you know, most of us should just be riding as much as possible and just having a good training program um, and not worrying about these complex protocols. And they're hard to execute as well. Like That's the big thing. It's like a lot of people just don't know what they're doing. And if I get home, if I get home from a hard VO2 max ride, I don't want to eat cheese and Brussels sprouts. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, the execution is super hard. I think everybody should definitely obviously remember these athletes are under extreme supervision of team nutritionist coaches. They are going home and laying down and someone's, you know, telling them exactly what to do. James McCauley on the podcast said, that this was the cherry on top that he, I, don't, I think he said he does not do this because the gain is so low, so small for what you have to do to execute it. And 
most athletes, we just need to be riding more consistently. We need to not be skipping workouts. We need to be fueling the rides doing this. So when I was talking with the inside guys, they have a big, their protocols are a little bit different, but they do recommend some fasted rides early. And then I do not agree necessarily with medio tempo rides in the afternoon because you're not able to restore all your glycogen or what I felt like was enough for me for that session. But they also have their fat max ride where you're starting to refeed less carbohydrate on long endurance rides. So it got to the point where I was doing, for me, it was like 285 watts for four or five hours. I think it was a five hour ride, but only eating 40 grams of carbs an hour. And I'll tell you by like hour three and a half, I felt really weird and was super sweaty. Like you're sweating out everything. Now you have no carbohydrate holding on to water. Did not feel good. It rocked me for probably two days. And you know, it takes a while to what, what is the data? Like 20, I've read different numbers, but I usually go with 24 hours to fully restore glycogen. If you totally deplete it like that though, I believe it's longer than a day. Yeah. For sure. Um, so we're talking 36 to 48 hours. So I'm an amateur cyclist that I'm doing us races. Guess what I have during that week? I do have an intense session. So now you really need to be careful where you place in this, like just the thought, the energy, the, I don't get to go home and lay on a couch. I have to go to work. And so there's a lot of other things that all of us amateurs have to do. It's just not worth it. Now let's ask the question though. It's actually very funny because I posted a picture about a guy today. Um, what do you think of, I've never really done two a days except for gym and riding. And I really enjoy that. And I had an athlete that works a nine to five and he's trying to get to the next level of he's a cat one and wants to do better in big races. And we were talking about hours and it's like, okay, how do I squeeze a little bit more juice out of this thing? And he's like, I'm going to ride before work and I'm going to ride after. And so uh, he had just posted this week, you know, sometimes people do an indoor ride and uh, like, it looks like the file is the same. And it's like, it was like endurance too, endurance. Too. I'm like, Oh, this is weird. Did he, did he ride indoors and double upload this? And it was like, no, 5.30 and 5.30 AM. And then maybe it was 5.00 AM and then 5.36 PM. And I was just like, yo dude, dedicated like that's gonna make a huge difference don't do the two-hour ride make it a four-hour ride and we're just trying to do it once a week one can he get one long ride in during the week to bring the hours up so i think that is definitely useful definitely will have an impact on training um but for me i do not recommend intermittent fasted rides i do not personally recommend intermittent fasting because of at so I don't like to be N of one, but I can only speak from my experience. I really don't enjoy it. It may, I'm like gritting my teeth to go eat. Uh, you know, then it's like, I'm trying to overeat. I'm a big human. So there's a lot of carbohydrate that needs to get in my face. And when there's this small window, it's just not enjoyable. Um, other coaches that we work with disagree and they like intermittent fasting. The people that I've athletes that have approached me, if they want to do it, I talk to them about what I know about it. We go through it. Usually they try it and then they're done with it after a month or two. It just doesn't latch on. So that was a little verbose, but that's kind of, I think two days could be good. Um, did you now, you were talking about, you had done VO2 max twice a day, hadn't you before? Yeah. So uh, my old coach, he would have me do um, 
you know, we do like four by five minute VO2 max in the morning for like an hour and a half session. And then maybe that was at like nine, eight or 9 a.m. And then maybe like 5 p.m. I would do hour and a half VO2 max session, like five by four minutes. And the idea behind that was just that you can accumulate more time at VO2 max. And by the time the evening rolls around, providing you've refueled properly, like you can actually hit actually a lot of times I even felt better on that second session. So it's an interesting protocol, but it can really allow you to actually accumulate a lot more time. uh, Max. Um, It's mentally it's tough, but it's not something that you do all the time, but uh, we did it a couple of years and it was like, I think we did the first time we did a two week block and we only did one of these per week. Like it was on Tuesday. We did it on Tuesday. Um, so just like one per week. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it felt like it worked pretty well. I, I, by the end of those blocks, I was definitely flying. Um, I think it's interesting it, it, too, from the other discord dojo, Dominica Joff that we were talking about just time of VO two max on a big grapple day is massive. It's not as sustained as doing, five by four but dang if you do 40 minutes in a day that's some serious prep uh that actually makes me think of some of my athletes might hate me but i might ask them hey what do you think about this that also depends like where how hard are they riding these gravel events are they trying to win um hmm definitely something to think of yeah i mean in some ways it's if you've never done it before it can kind of be a fun challenge too because you're just like oh i have no idea how this is gonna go and then i found that i usually felt better this the second session um because a lot of these adaptations are related to how much time can you spend at vo2 max to really get those aerobic improvements and honestly if you can do five by four minutes in the morning and four by five minutes in the afternoon that might actually be more enjoyable than doing like four by 10 minutes, 40 twenties or something like that, which would give you a similar um, time at VO2 max. Also with the two days, something that's interesting is it's kind of like you have that stimulus twice a day. So you're really getting that mm-hmm. uh, mitochondria, new creation, new mitochondria. You're just getting that continuous stimulus. So your body just is continually, um wanting to adapt to this and i know a guy named leroy papowski from colorado springs he's uh like 40 40 something now he's a legend shout out to leroy (laughs) i highly doubt he's listening but he did he will commute he will commute two hours he'll get up and commute two hours to work in the morning and then he'll ride like an hour to two hours at home every single and add time to his commute every single day the dude is a full-time optometrist and he does like 30 hour weeks. Dang. And it's like, so like he, right. He does two a days, five days a week. Let's go. Leroy. Um, and it's just like, you're constantly riding a bike. Um, so yeah, I think there's something benefits. to that. There is for sure. There's actually I have an athlete in Switzerland that Austria, God, I'm going to, he's going to kill me. Um, Austria. And he rides to work and there are some days where I'm like, yo, can we like shelve some of these commute rides? Because you're just getting a lot of time, but they are pretty good. And they, you know, now it's tougher. It's in winter. So there's a little bit more grit to it, but a nice summer ride and some of the views that he posts is 
pretty mind clearing. There's going to be a lot of benefit besides just watts to those rides. So that's our thought on two days. Uh, any closing thoughts? Um, don't do experimental fasted training. I mean, unless you enjoy it which yeah i don't if you really so, like it maybe it's gonna work for you like try yeah. maybe try <laughs> do you like I fasting i don't know <laughs> yeah if you love fasting you love riding like maybe that's a venn diagram that you want to mess with but i'm i'm out i'm tapping out yeah all yeah. right man thanks for doing this landry everybody yeah. join the discord yeah. get in the dojo talk to you soon